I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. There once was a slimer who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town farewell. Our story begins, as it so often does, on a busy London street with our heroes Bert and Maggie and their hero in training, Little Willie, standing outside an unfamiliar home. Only this time it is familiar to one of them and isn't exactly a home. Or is it? Here it is, Maggie. Yep, there it is. She's a beauty, isn't she? She's certainly a shop. Not just a shop. She's a shop with an apartment therein. Ooh, a shop with an apartment therein. Are you employing sarcasm against your own brother? No. You're excited about this broken-down shop. I don't know why, and I'm trying to be supportive. Let me tell you why I'm excited. I can't wait. See, that was sarcasm. Why must you ride slipshod over my dreams, Maggie? Dreams? We've never seen this place before. Besides, this shop isn't broken down. It isn't? It's a bit dirty. She needs a clean-up and a lick of paint, and then she'll be as good as new. She needs to be fixed up. Exactly. The opposite of broken down. Why are you being so oppositional, Maggie? Because you still haven't told me why we're standing outside this broken-down shop. This, Maggie, is to be our new home. You want to live in a shop? I want us to live in the apartment therein. I don't even know what an apartment therein is. It means inside, I think. Now do you understand why I'm excited? Not really, no. I don't know what's wrong with... What? I almost defended Mrs Mills's again. Maybe we should move out. That place is starting to wield a terrifying power over me. She'll have you walking the streets if you're not careful. Never, Bert. I'm not a fine lady, but I'm still a lady. And when I say lady, I don't mean lady of the night. Huh? I wouldn't want to walk the East End at night anyway. It's a tough patch. This area is much nicer. Is it? I didn't notice. This is Bayswater, Maggie. It's all right. Bayswater, Maggie. Bayswater. What do you think, little Willie? Tain as rough as back home. People's pockets are less well guarded. And more well stocked. True, Mr Burt. I has to traipse a fair way to find someone worth lifting from who's not going to notice. See, Maggie? Bigger lodgings, nicer area, easier commute for Willie. I'm not against the place, Bert. Why, that front room that I can see through that storefront window is bigger than our current apartment. And that's just one room. It's a bit public, isn't it? For a home? A shop needs to be public. We don't own a shop. Patience, Maggie. All will make sense in time. Did you want me to come with you, Mr Bert? Or did you want me to start lifting? Come along inside, Willie. This is to be your home too, after all. As you say, Mr Bert. And you're being a damn sight more encouraging than Maggie. Bert, I only No, no, I don't want to hear your excuses. You can fix your attitude when we get in the place. Why are we 
bothering the next door neighbour, Bert? Because it's them what own the property. They have the keys to show us around. Hello? Who's there? My name is Mr Von Liegenschwein. I've come about the shop next door. Hang on. I'll unbolt the door. Oh, we're using our fake name then. Can't paint our real one above the door, can we? Hello there, Mr Von Liegenschwein. Pardon the locked door. I do like to keep it bolted when I'm home. Oh, that's no problem. Oh, there's some rough people about these days. You can't be too careful. Rough people? I thought this was a nice neighbourhood. Oh, it was, my dear. They do say that there's been more cut purses and fraudsters moving in every day. It's a shame. Mrs Sprottle, may I introduce my sister and her adopted son, Margaret, William... This is Mrs Sprottle. Why, what a nice pair you made. It's nice to meet you, Mrs Sprottle. I do like having kiddies about the place. They brighten everything up. Lord knows we need brightening up. Why, it's as if you know Willie already. You're a ray of sunshine, ain't you, little Willie? I does my best, Mum. Oh, what a sweet lad. I'll get me husband for you. He's got the keys for the shop. He'll show you round. Lord knows, I hope you take it. We'll have to see if we can strike a deal. It would be a mercy if you would. It's thin times all around, and the rent from that place was about all that kept us going. It's been nothing but lard butties for weeks. Oh, terrible. I don't know. I'm rather taken by lard butties. And they're little Willie's favourite, aren't they? Yeah, put a lining on your stomach, they do. I'll be back in a moment with uh, Mr Sprottle. She's all right, isn't she? She's one of my favourite depressed old ladies. She's no Mrs Mills. Mrs Mills has a... Oh. What? Almost did it again. Defended her. What's happening to you? She sucked me in, Bert. Hello. Mr Sprottle, how good to see you. Hello there, lad. And less, I see. Hello there. And little lad as well. Hello. It's his sister and a child. Brother, sister and son. That's right. Huh. I got my keys. Let's head over. Take your coat, Mr Sprottle. There's a chill in the air today. I'm heading next door, Mrs Sprottle. You can't be too careful. Away with you, woman. I've a hardy constitution, as well you know. You say that, but I... And don't bolt the door when I'm gone. If I catch pneumonia one day, it'll be because I'm stuck outside waiting for you to waddle to the door to shift that bloody bolt. Well... (sighs) She's harmless enough. Don't let her fret over your lad, though. She'll make him soft as whipped cream if you let her. Come on, let's get this over with. There you go. You can show yourself around, sir. Seeing as this is your second time with me. Ah, very much, Mr Sprottle. Second time? Thank you, Mr Sprottle. Bert? Second time? Yeah. And yet this is the first time I'm hearing of it? Why should that surprise you? I can't help feeling that you're making some big decision about life without consulting me about them. I am consulting you about them. What do you think we're doing? How long have you been looking for? For a few weeks. A few weeks? Don't you be outraged at me, Maggie. You've been keeping secrets from me too, remember? That fella you've been diddling? Bert. Teach Bottom the policeman's son? Bert. Who? Oh, oh, it's Don't no worry one, about it. Willie. Still, Bert, you didn't think to mention you've been looking for a new home for us? No, I did think of it. Didn't see the point. We have to move. Do we? Us living in Mrs Mills's attic is holding us back. No one takes us serious. 
It's time for bigger and better. Oh, Lord. That's what you said to me a few weeks ago. Bigger and better. No need to slap me about the face with it. Come on, Maggie. I know you want to move. Maybe. Don't you want a nicer place for Willie? Mm. And don't you want your own room? I get my own room. It's not a it's big... It's my own? My own room? My own bed? Yeah. Why wouldn't you lead with that, Bert? I love it. Let's move in. Sooner the better. Really? Great. There's even a cubby for Willie. I get my own room? Your own cubby? Wow. My own room. I mean, cubby. Show the lad his cubby, Bert. All right. Follow me, Willie. So, you like it then? Sorry? Do you like it? This place? Uh, the shop and the apartment they're in? The what? Oh, it's great if I get my own room. No husband, though? No, not yet. But a son? Adopted. Hmm, don't know how I feel about that. Does that matter? Unmarried mother? Of an adopted son? Still... Mr Sproddle, my brother, sophisticated gentleman though he seems to be, mm. is a wily chap. And I've learned a lot about the wayward ways of man to know that no man asks questions if he don't already have a plan for the answers. Out with it. What do you want? What are you angling at? If there's an unwed mother living here, it might give the neighbours something to natter about. And so... I'm thinking about what that natter will cost me. (sighs) Is this about money? I was thinking it could be about something more base. There's a basement? No, base as in of lower standing, lower class. Because I'm an unwed adopted mother? If I do you the favour of letting you move in, I think it's fair that you should do a favour or two for me. Yeah, I get that. It's the nature of the favour that's confusing me. I want you to do me some favours. Okay. You know, do me favours. Right. Do me favours. Do me favours. I see. You mean sexual favours. Now you're getting it. You disgusting old pervert. With your wife next door. With my brother and son upstairs. You come at me with this filth. Is that a no? Of course it's a no, you gib-faced flapdragon. I've never heard the like. Oh, wait until I tell Bert. The rent's the rent. And if you want the place, the rent's got to be paid. I've a mind to tell your wife. I'll tell her you're a dirty puzzle pinchcock. And who do you think she'll believe? Good day to you, miss. Pull the door closed as you leave. You had a chance to look around, Maggie? What? Oh, not really. Go and have a look. You could be living here soon. Where's Mr Sproddle got to? He said we could pull the door shut behind us. Fair enough. Willie liked his cubby, didn't you, Willie? It beats the blanket in front of the fire I'm used to. See? Everyone's happy. Sure. I haven't even told you the best bit, Maggie. But... Nor have I explained why I've picked us out a shop. You haven't, Bert. I was thinking we should open a tea room. Not a regular tea room, mind. A tea leaf reading room. We can charge people for the tea charge them for the readings, and, in the evenings, charge them for the seances. That makes sense. And it's like you said, make them come to us. Yeah. It's all about controlling our product. At the moment, we rely on people to host us, other people to serve us tea. With the tea room... Bert, can't you see I'm deep in the doldrums? Deep in the... I am distracted and upset. What's up, Mum? While you boys were upstairs, I had a conversation with Mr Sproddle. What did you say to him, Maggie? It was what he said to me, Bert. He wanted to... He wanted to negotiate the rent. Charge us more, you mean? Sort of. But what are you going on about, Maggie? I can't say. Not with little Willie here. I don't get it. 
Let me put it this way. Remember when Wombat Willie and I broke up for the third time? You remember why? Was it the time It that... was the one involving Widow Lambert. Oh. Where he was renting her spare room, but then he couldn't afford it anymore and he was going to move out. Right. And she said there were other ways of him covering the rent. And then he paid his rent repeatedly. In every room in the house, he told me. Yeah. He was a dirty dog. You're not kidding. What's Wombat Willie got to do with anything? I was propositioned in a similar fashion by Mr. Sproddle. No! Yes. I don't understand. That's the point, lad. That corny-faced puff guts. I know, Bert. I'll rip his tallywags off. Calm down, Bert. What did you say? What you said. I hurled abuse at him. Right. I said no, if that's what you're asking. No to what? Of course you did. I'll not prostitute myself for a shop, Bert. No, no, and I wouldn't ask you to. I am many things, but I am not a whore. Oh, I get it. Sorry, little willy. It's all right, Mum. I've nothing against whores. Some of my best friends are whores. My real mum was one. They're a bunch of hard-working ladies, and I won't hear otherwise. I remember what Ma said about whoring. The fastest way to a man's wallet is through his penis. And looks don't matter when your head's being pushed into a pillow. What about, if it makes a mess once a month, it may as well help pay the laundry bill? Yeah. I never understood that one. No. But I am not a whore, Bert. No. No, you're not. There'll be other shops with apartments therein. Of course there will. Come on. Let's head... (sighs) home. Run upstairs, stoke that fire and get the kettle on, would you, Willie? I could do with a cup of tea. Right you are, Mr Bert. You were awful quiet on the ride back. You're not mad with me, are you, Bert? What? No. I'm disappointed is all. Not with you, mind. The whole scenario. I've taken residence in those doldrums. Afternoon, Maggie. Mr Ditchwater. Afternoon, Maud. Did you want a tea, Maggie? I'll join you in a moment, Bert. All right. Did I say something? Did I upset him? You said afternoon, Maud. Does he not like that? Oh, it's nothing to do with you, Maud. Well, why was he upset? A deal fell through, and you know what Bert's like when he doesn't get what he wants. Oh, what happened? The man in question wanted to exchange certain favours as part of the arrangement. Such as? He wanted to, you know, engage in non-emotional intimacy. With your brother? What did he say? No, with me. And I said no. Oh, well, what'll you do? Nothing I can do, right? I'm not the prostituting type. No offence. Then taken. What I do when I'm confused and upset is talk to Mrs Mills. Are you sure What are you saying about me? Jesus! Mrs Mills? Where the bloody hell did you come from? I heard my name mentioned, and I don't stand for myself cropping up in idle chit-chat. I was saying to Maggie that I always turn to you when I'm upset, because you always give good advice. Is that all? Yes. Never mind, then. Oh, go on, ask her. I don't know. Ask me what? There's this fella who's holding a deal over mine and Bert's head. Right. And he has specific requests regarding payment. Yeah. This fella needs taking care of. Wink. Did you say wink at me? Because this fella, he needs taking care of. And I don't have the stomach for it. Do you want me to take care of him for you, dearie? Really, Mrs Mills? You would do that? Your family, girl. And what are family for? That's generous of you, Mrs Mills. You and your brother are held in my heart and worth an absolute mint to me. I'll do anything to keep you happy. You get that fella over here and I'll take care of him, no problem. See? 
Didn't I tell you? She's the best! Oh, that must be them! Hi, little Willie. How did it go? I ran that note over like you asked, Mum. That fellow was so keen that he's followed me back. Mr Sproddle. So, where is this older flower still in bloom? What's he mean? He's talking about you, Mrs Mills. He's come around to see you. To make the most of your womanly blessings. Right, yeah, good story, girls. Do come this way, Mr Sprottle. It's Sprottle. Won't matter in a moment or two. Come along, dearie. I'm blown away that Mrs Mills is doing me a favour at no charge. Oh, she's a generous woman with things that don't cost her any money. Still, it's something she charges for. Oh, little Willie, hurry upstairs. I left some stew bubbling. Get some before Bert finishes it all. Oh, and save me some if you can, lad. Right you are, Mum. Oh, there's plenty left. I've run a serving or two of my own supper up to your brother. Oh, Maud, I don't know why you're still panting after him like that. I know, I'm a foolish wench. Remember the incident with young Bess? Showed his true colours, didn't he? Not so warm-hearted and etc. then, was he? No. He was a greedy, selfish bastard. Oh, you're right. I am. And I'll be the one to change him oh, for the better. On your own head be it, Maud. My brother could tediate a mule stubbornness like what he's got. And all being well with Mrs Mills, you may not have long left to charm him. What do you mean? That fella, Mr Sproddle, he's a would-be landlord. Fornication is all that lay between us and his property. What? Knowing our bird, we'll be packing our bags before Mr Sproddle has a chance to tie his shoelaces. Oh no! There. All done. That was quick. Don't take long. You know what you're doing. Oh, you'll have to show me how you do it. I can, if you want me to, dearie. Didn't think it was quite your thing. Is Mr Sproddle not coming down? Huh? Where is Mr Sproddle? He's upstairs. Still recovering, I expect. No. No? He's dead. What happened? I took care of him, tied him to the bedpost, whipped off his belt and choked the life out of him with it. What? You murdered him? That's what you wanted, right? Um, no! You wanted him taken care of. Sexually! To sexually take care of him. Oh, I see. Well, this is just a silly miscommunication. Silly? He's dead, Mrs Mills. For future reference, I charge for sexual taking care of. Mrs Mills! So, what you want to do with a body? What's the matter, Bert? I was thinking... About what, you might ask, as I lean mournfully out this window. Sorry, what you thinking about, Bert? That place in Bayswater. Oh, that place. You know, part of me was hoping that Mr Sproddle would reconsider and write to us being all contrite and then offer us the place without compromising subclauses. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Besides, I wouldn't want to live next door to a creep like that. No, I suppose not. <sighs> You know what made me think of that place? I'm afraid I do not, Bert. I've just seen Mrs Sprottle bustling down the street. What? Looking stressed and bothered. I suppose she was like that last time. Where is she? There she is. See? Yeah. She's heading right toward us. 
Why, I do believe she's paying us a visit. Uh, about that, Bert. I wonder why she's here. Oh, she's crazy, you know, Bert. I got a definite unhinged vibe from her. Let's go down and see what she wants. They were a foreign pair. Oh, there they are. Hello, sir. Hello there, Mrs. Sprottle. You know this old biddy. That's Mrs. Sprottle. Uh, yes, uh, Mrs. Sprottle of Bayswater, Mrs. Mills, uh, whose husband rents out the property next door. A fellow landlord, is he? Yes, Mrs. Mills. And we must assume that he continues to be, unless he's fallen foul of a miscommunication. Oh, I'm hearing you, girl. Will you two stop prattling nonsense? It's that upon which I wish to speak. My husband is missing. What? Oh, mysterious occurrence. A few days ago, he went on a late night errand. He never came back. Oh, that's (laughs) awful, Mrs. Sproddle. Um, Hanky? (laughs) Thank you, sir. I don't know what to do. And with me not even having two pennies to rub together. I don't know what we have to do with it, though. It does sound unrelated to anyone occupying this house. It's like this, you see. Mr Sprottle said he'd made you an offer on the shop and he was hopeful that you might come round and accept it. Did he now? I'm here to entreat you. If you wanted the place, if you have any mercy in your heart for a port, destitute woman on the precipice of ruinousness. Would you consider taking the shop? You know, Mrs Sprottle, I do think we can come to some sort of arrangement. Do come in, Mrs Sprottle. Thank you, sir. Head on up. Keep walking until you run out of stairs. We've got her, Maggie. The shop will be ours. Yeah. And no Mr Sprottle to deal with. No. Um, I think I need to tell you something, Bert. After Mrs Sprottle leaves. Sure. He's dead? Keep your voice down. We don't want the whole street to hear. You killed him? I said I was responsible for his death, not that I killed him. I mean, I thought he was dead. I assumed he was lying in a ditch somewhere, or or that he'd crossed the wrong doxy and ended up at the bottom of the Thames. (laughs) And to think, I've done a deal with his widow. How did it happen? The long and short of it is that there was a bit of a word fumble between myself and Maud and Mrs Mills. What do you mean? It was just a silly miscommunication. Jesus! Sorry, I couldn't help over here. Perhaps, Maggie dear, there are certain things we needn't trouble your brother with. It's fine, really. It's all worked out, hasn't it? Mr Sproddle was a terrible person and now he's dead. What happened to his body? Bottom of the Thames. Like you said. No, no. Honesty is best, Mrs Mills. Then we left to split the money. Money? What money? We sent a note along to that Ernest fellow. The one who was going to buy young Bess. It is a most convenient service. We did turn a profit from it, so... I don't suppose we can change anything now. It is strange that we'll be renting from a widow whose status is owing to us. What do you mean? We'll be moving, Mrs Mills. Into Mrs Sproddle's house in Bayswater. What? Consider this our notice. Bugger. I've looked the gift horse in the mouth, haven't I? I hope you've learned a lesson about strangling strangers. <sighs> I'd best get that sign out. Always someone coming and going from this place. 
She killed him, didn't she? Yeah. What's more, she did it as a favour for me. Jesus Christ. So don't you go and break Maud's heart, is all I'm saying. How would I break Maud's heart? Oh, Lord. Still? What's this? We're moving. The details aren't what I'd imagined. Still reason to celebrate, though. Sure. Here's to bigger and better. Here's to me getting my own room. And so Bert and Maggie continue their ascent through the ranks of the British hoi polloi. Can anything stop this indomitable duo? No, nothing can. Want to hear more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures? Then keep an eye out for the inevitable return of Bert and Maggie. Bert and Maggie featured the voices of Kieran Davey as Bert Jacqueline Osorio as Maggie Ethan Dean as Little Willie Alice Nilsson as Mrs Sprottle Damon Bamra as Mr Sprottle Danny Payne as Maud Catherine Thorncombe as Mrs Mary Mills and Matt Graham as the narrator Music composed and performed by Matthew Seymour Words by Kieran Davey Hello friends, creator of the podcast Kieran here. Thank you so much for listening to the season finale of Bert and Maggie. Here's the usual. Remember to share, subscribe and review. And we'd love you to reach out to us via the links in the episode description. We'll be back in two weeks time with the first episode of our brand new series. Keep an ear out for updates. Until then, thanks again for listening. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.